Ruby flings the door open at the first crunch of gravel on the driveway. She gnaws her lower lip as Molly's car parks beside the porch. Clyde bursts from the car first, a flash of four-legged auburn highlights leaping up at Ruby for a quick lick before bounding around the corner into the backyard. Lark's butt emerges next, followed by the rest of the child tugging out a purple backpack. As Molly pulls away, Ruby waves and mouths, thank you, pretends not to see the questioning look in the woman's eyes. Lark barely reaches the porch before Ruby grabs her, pulls her into a tight hug. Ruby draws in a deep breath through her nose, savors the hint of Larkness buried under scents of horse and a day outdoors. Mom, Lark says into Ruby's shirt, you're squishing me. Ruby loosens her grip, moves her hands to Lark's shoulders. Sorry, baby. What's the matter? Lark steps away from Ruby and into the house. Ruby picks up Lark's backpack, follows her inside. Nothing's wrong, I just needed my Lark fix. <laughs> You're jonesin', huh? Even in her terror, Ruby can't help laugh. <laughs> jonesing, where on earth? I'm precocious, remember? Lark tucks a wisp of angel wing hair behind her ear. Ruby crosses the living area, moves to the sink nestled in a corner of the tiny kitchen. Through the gap in the curtains behind the sink, a sliver of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains is awash in purple evening light. Reaching past the herb garden and Lark's latest project, an avocado pit suspended over a glass by toothpicks, she tugs the curtains closed against any possibility of prying eyes. A door slams. Ruby startles. She drops her hand from her throat when she sees Clyde, who nosed open the screen door to the back porch. He pads over to her, rubs his sleek, doggy body against her legs. Normal, she tells herself. Just act normal. She leans back against the kitchen counter. You hungry? Lark throws herself onto the sofa that they inherited with the house. We were just finishing our burgers when you called. We were going to the movie. Petulance mixes with concern in Lark's voice. Molly hadn't asked any questions when Ruby called her. Ruby's tone had probably put her off. Back at the salon, Antoinette's face had registered somewhere between hurt and confusion when Ruby asked for a rain check from their regular Thursday girls' night. Ruby didn't intend the edge in her voice, but it cut Antoinette just the same. Ruby is going to have to explain everything. To Margaret and Molly. To her boyfriend Chaz. To Antoinette. To Lark. First, though, she has to understand it. Believe it. Herself. Chapter 3 Can we watch one here? A movie? Lark asks. Ruby nods. Your pick. Lark slides off the sofa, opens the oak armoire, runs her finger down the video cassettes stacked beside the TV. Ruby has yet to upgrade the collection to DVD. Singing in the rain? Again, Ruby says. Whatever, but bath first, you reek of horse. We rode out at Rancho Encanto. Lark still uses her years-old mispronunciation of Rancho Encantada, the fancy horse stables and residential development just north of Santa Fe. I got to ride Gus. Ruby follows Lark into the bathroom, sandwiched between the two bedrooms. When the tub is filled, Ruby sits on the toilet lid while Lark soaks the dirt and sweat and summer off her lithe body. Clyde sits at Ruby's feet, his chin resting on the edge of the tub. 
You got camp tomorrow, Ruby says. Lark has attended the twice-a-week Girls, Inc. day camp for the last few years, part of Ruby's patchwork of care for Lark while school is not in session. Yeah, the image lady is coming again. Already a crisp line divides Lark's legs into the creamy part shielded from the sun by her shorts and the bronzed lower limbs. Images. If Ruby can keep Lark talking, she might be able to fake her way through a cheery bath time. Of us, girls. Last time she showed us pictures from magazines and stuff, and asked us what we thought the pictures said about the girls in them. She showed us how the people who make the clothes put us into either girly girl or naughty girl, like the t-shirts that say boys will be toys, the ones you won't let me wear. Ruby shakes her head at Lark's bubble beard. Sometimes the kid is nine going on forty, sometimes nine going on four. The ones you wouldn't be caught dead wearing.